Hello, once again. Thank you for joining us here on Under the Brawley with me, Mia T. Cleaver. Hi, everyone. It's me. It's Layla. We're back. I'm very excited. I know. What a week it's been. I know. There's so much to talk about that we're going to get into. But I think we should start off with uh, thanking everyone for all the support. I know. The support has been absolutely lovely. The response that wasn't expecting at all. We were kind of like, if if no one listens, then it doesn't really matter because this is something that we want to do. Yeah. But again, a huge thank you for all of the lovely messages, honestly. It kind of blew me away. Yeah, very overwhelming. And it feels good when you're doing something that you've like you been wanting to do for a while and people also enjoy it as well as you. No, it works out the way that you wanted it to. So, what are we here for this week? So, as we said last week, Drag Idol Newcastle has started and it started on Sunday. We're recording on uh, a Thursday, so a few days ago now. Crazy night. A very, very crazy night. Like, for anyone that doesn't know Layla, should we explain to the people what Drag Idol actually is? Yeah, let's go into If it. you don't know, if you live under a rock. Yeah. Well, there's obviously Drag Idol UK, and then there's Drag Idol Newcastle. UK is different, it, it's a different format, so we'll never talk about that one. Drag Idol Newcastle, however, it's a Northeast competition run by Chris Howe. Local man, local DJ, local place. He does, he does all sorts, really. He's at the wizard, really. The man behind the curtain. The man behind the curtain, very much that. Yeah, run by Chris Hart with... Yeah, judged judge by person. several legends on yeah. the scene, including in addition to the, the judging panel this year. Mm-hmm. So we've got the lovely Plastique, who has been involved in Drag Idol for many years. Many years. She, she entered in, I'm going to say 2015. Yeah, 2015, and then... Came third, yeah and has since gone on to be probably one of the most successful people from Drag Idol and on the Newcastle scene, really. Working with Club Kids, really successful. I mean, people are always going to have something to say about a new addition to the judging panel. So Penny, one of the judges in the competition, a drag queen from Middlesbrough, who's been involved with Drag Idol as a judge now for quite... I think she's been there over 10 years. 10 years. Is it 10 years? That long? Over 10 years, yeah, definitely. So um, she mentioned when she was doing her introduction with Ophelia, the the host of the show, Ophelia Balls, that if there's one person that has very much earned their place as a judge on on Drag Idol, it, it would be Plastique. Like, she's put the work in, she's put the graft in, she absolutely deserves it. Yeah, 100%. Worked her ass off. Lovely, lovely person Penny is. Um, so I've never met someone so passionate about Drag Idol. Yeah, um, very much she so. She is so proud to be there, and, it, and it, that's, like, it, it, it speaks volumes. For any of the contestants, I know that in, in Drag Idol in the past, they've done mentors where mm. one of the judges will mentor. Yeah. Um, they pull names out of a hat and mentor a competitor. They don't do mentors anymore. Yeah. But Penny is someone that if someone has a question yeah. or if they, they need an idea, if you ask her, the likelihood is that she's going to tell you and she's yeah, going to give you an idea. Like, she's she, she'd literally get contestants around her house to discuss yeah. ideas, rehearse, like... It was very much like good, judges' houses, like, very, expected. Very that, yeah. And like, not only good, a good judge, but a good friend as well. Like, I know that when, I, when we competed, Penny was the one that I felt like I could go to. And ask, ask questions to like I asked. And he gave me some great ideas during yeah. Idol last year, and I was still so new to drag, so mm. someone who was kind enough to give those ideas was it was really helpful. Yeah, especially someone who was like so entrenched. Yeah, in drag and really, Idol, really just fucking cares about it. 
Absolutely. And then on to the last judge, the Grand High Witch herself, War Miss Rory, a local Northeast legend. The People's Princess. People's Princess. <laughs> oh, the Pantor People's Queen. Dame, yeah. Just an all around fucking icon, really. Um, oh, what can you say about Miss Rory, really? Oh. She's. Well, like she'd say herself, they say, Rory, why do you do Drag Idol? And then she says, For, for the people. people. Honestly, she's just. So giving. Yeah. She, I mean, her character as Miss Rory is, but baseline, a tall cunt. Like, she yeah, just... Yeah, it's, it's cunty, but it's so... But you can't help but it's laugh. Quite, I would compare it almost to Joan Rivers. Very it, The comedy itself was very cunty, but she as a person was very warm. Yeah, 100%. I've, and like you have, had backstage moments with Miss Rory, and it's... When you see behind... Miss Rory, just like such a mother, like comes across so warm and gentle, and just like Miss Rory has done things for me, like besides like the like the kind of things she said, but she was one of the many people who was kind enough to donate to my GoFundMe that I had up a while ago around my transition, and just something like that having to someone. That you look up to so much. Yeah, she didn't have to do that. She she, she was really kind and giving with you, and that was kind of the thing that sort of changed the the misconception that I had of yeah. Miss Rory because coming into it, like she was the she, one that everyone was scared. Yeah, of. she's the one you're scared of because mm-hmm. like she has, she's an icon, she's yeah. a legend, and like, she always has been known as the, and I say with quotations, the main one in past the years. One, yeah, which I mean you can see is true, but like you know that it's just. It's the Miss Rory mask. Mm, and yeah. just, oh, I just, I could, honestly, we could have an entire episode around Miss Rory, but I think we should, I think we've got a lot to get into. Um, yes, 22 we do. contestants. 22, it's a lot. I mean, I'm going to go through the names now, and I feel like before I start, I should rub some amphetamines in my gums. Probably. But uh, I'm a good girl now. I don't do any of that these days. Not anymore. So competing in. Uh, in Drag Idol. Two, so, which bastards are we is competing this year? Yeah, plenty of them, my love. So we have Phoebe Lorraine, Cherry Bomb, your gorgeous daughter. daughter. We have the lovely Satin Addict. Good friend of ours. Fabulous AFAB Queen, Dixie Sucks. We have Costa Fortune returning for her second year. We have Aria Quinn. The entirely bizarre Reese Witherspoon. Oh, mental. Sunderland Queen, Set the Blaze. Celestia von Claude Evergreen, that's a mouthful. <laughs> we could make so many jokes about that. <laughs> Very much so. We have the lovely Dildo returning for her second Love. year. My darling drag husband, Vic the mm-hmm. Brook. Jane Doe. Crystal P. Enigma, who I believe has competed in yeah, Drag Idol before. Yeah, she was in 2020, I believe. 2020-21. We have Olyra. We have yeah. Ariastic. We have Mercury.co.uk also returning for her second year. We have Sylvia Snickers, Dixon Stones, Ruby, Maya Fair from Scotland, mm-hmm. and Keely Sin Love. There's a lot of bastards, a lot oh, of no, a lot of them. Through. But <laughs> shooting ahead, mm-hmm. we might not have that many contestants to talk about next week. No, right? it will be a much shorter episode. A much shorter right? episode. Um, we will get into it. So, what was it like for you being back? Not, we weren't competing in the Hunger Games, but we were in the arena. We were what, yeah. How we did it feel? I mean, we were, I think it was about three performances in, we turned to each other and were like, this feels so weird. 
It was like, really bizarre. For some reason, we felt pressure. Yeah, I felt like they were going, like Ophelia was going to call my name out. Yeah, and was going to be like, "Okay, it's your turn." I was like, "No, it's, no." It's I was just like, "So weird." I was like, like "Nana, don't make me do it again. <laughs> I don't want to do it again." It, it was like sort of because the last time we we been in Switch was Drag Idol, mm-hmm. and like you know, we were there in drag. All the alumni was there from previous years, but. Feeling like one of the alumni, it was so surreal, really. I know, it took me a while to settle into it. Before I got there, I was really excited. I was like, oh, oh my god, it's gonna the be The entire calm. scene was oh, I mean, on, the of course, on the edge of the scene. Yeah, of course, we're all, we're all like totally excited mm-hmm. for the actual competition itself. But I think I was underestimating how being in Switch again would make me feel. Yeah. In terms of going into it, I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited to see yeah. the show and like support everyone. Mm-hmm. And then actually being there and feeling, feeling like you yeah. did. Because all that stress that we felt it last came, year, it, it just came right back. Stacey Rack calls it trauma. And it was Very literal, trauma. like all of that trauma was coming back. And I was like, is my nose bleeding? Mm-hmm. Even like, hearing the, the drag, even hearing the drag out of the Totally. It's just like, you doing country music right now. Stop this. Hey y'all! <laughs> uh, I, I, that was probably isn't how it goes, but like just hearing that. If you watch it on YouTube, you'll hear the the the, the sound. It's it's triggering, honestly. It really was, and I wasn't expecting that. Like I would say, it wasn't until the like like you say the first few performances start to happen that I, I started to relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. But even then, Switch was busier than oh, I have ever seen it. Like for Drag Idol, for was, anything so so busy like you could just couldn't move like if we you had your spot you could you had to stay there there was a there was a big group of like alumni yeah. at the front like ivy and stacy and velvet was there and obviously we were there yeah. and bonnie and ben and whoever else mentioning everyone again yeah um name dropping name dropping take a shot every time someone gets name dropped <laughs> <Shady>. <laughs> anyway moving on um, yeah, so there was a big group of us, and we were all pushed against the barrier to get a good view of the stage, but people were moving past, and yeah. I was like, I'm not that claustrophobic, but I feel claustrophobic yeah. right now. And plus, we were wearing the wrong outfits as well, like, oh, you had yeah. this delicate headpiece on. I, I did for about five for minutes. For about five minutes. I spent a week stoning a cleaver headpiece for my wig, and, yeah, plot twist, we wear wigs. Y- yeah, <laughs> So I spent a week stoning this bloody headpiece. It was on my head for five minutes. And then someone hugged me and it cracked in half. And just crumbled off your I nose. wanted to cry. I mean, if we you, you have it again now. You've, you've recovered it. I do. I've recovered it and it can be fixed. It's not a big deal. And like, listen, drag is... It, yeah, it, fragile. It's fragile and a lot of the time cheap because, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have a massive budget for costuming. So... You do what you can, and of course, uh, I mean, it was my own fault, really. I made it out of fucking foam and dry it, it looked amazing, though. And it was held together with a prayer. It did look amazing. It looked amazing. I mean, you looked amazing. Like, yeah. Girl, can we just, like... We'll shame... talk about the looks a lot. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about the looks <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about us, not the contestants. Yeah, just real quick. So, I wore my um, bodysuit part of my finale outfit from last year. Did the trans flag covered in rhinestones and fringe and i felt stunning but in switch not the best thing to wear because it was very fragile uh, very fragile and 
I mean, you looked like you looked stunning. Like it's it's such a beautiful costume, but like yeah, I see what you mean, and also it's quite like physically imposing. Yeah, because like, and it, it takes like, two people to lace me into it as well. So yeah, that's, that's just so much fun. Especially if you need a pee. Oh, I peed one. once that night. I know you've got to treat yourself to like one piss, yeah. but then other than that, it's like game. Once over. I got changed, I was I was on the tequila. I don't think I peed all night, you know. Yeah, upcoming oh, UTI next episode. Thank you. Oh, don't, don't even. Like I'm running the risk every time. The most gorgeous meat dress on. It was this meat print fabric. Yes, meat print. I'm not doing a full guard. No, girl. she didn't turn up in a pack of ham. No, um, I'm scrubbing. Um, rhinestone meat print dress with matching fucking shoes. And I was like, bag. and a handbag. <laughs> I literally, I said, I was like, where are those shoes from? She's like, oh, ego. And I was like. Like that, she's like, no, I painted them. I was like, you're a dirty bitch. I am, and I did. Honestly, girl, we we fucking served. I know, we did, we did. Who was first? Who was first? Who was, which one of these terrible, terrible (laughs) beasts was first? (laughs) Stop it. So, first up. So we had Phoebe Lorraine. Phoebe Lorraine first, an uh, open drag night regular. Mm -hmm. Um, Live singer. Live singer as well, yeah. So, they sang... Celine Dion, I drove all night. Into... Celine Dion, I drove all night into Tango, I believe. South Block Tango from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. And she did, she sang it, she did spoken word. She, yeah, yeah, there was a bit of spoken word in there as well. Off the bat, extremely intimidating going first. I, I was never, I never went first year. Chicago. Hugely. But there was 16 hour year. There was 22 this year. Mm-hmm. But going first, I can only imagine the fear. It's a lot of pressure. Like, so props to Phoebe for that. Um, I will say not her best performance. I have seen better in open drag. Very, into, but like again. So would you say it wasn't her best in terms of the quality of the vocal or the quality of the performance? Or I would say the nerves definitely got the best of her mm-hmm. because I've, there wasn't a lot of stage presence. But I've but open drag. I've seen more more confidence in her. So I think it was a lot of nerves. It, it is a totally different kettle of fish when someone's performing at Open Drag at Bobby's. Yeah. It, it's a very... You're not getting judged. You're not getting judged. It's a very welcoming crowd as opposed to in Switch, you don't necessarily know who's going to be there. Yeah. And sometimes it can be a lot of piranhas. Very that. That will quite happily, if they don't like your performance, they will not engage. Mm-hmm. I will say that Phoebe, she looked... Oh, beautiful. Probably the most... Beautiful that I've seen. I love yeah, she's this really gorgeous short wig, like which a, like a ginger, if, ginger finger wave, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, ginger like finger wave, which went with the cell block tangle. Yeah, vibe, and you wore this vibe. really classic 50s dress. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good avenue in terms of her aesthetic for mm-hmm. her to go down. Yeah, she's got a classic name, she's got a classic look. Yeah, so um, Phoebe, if you're listening, stick with the short wigs, they work, girl. Yeah, definitely. But again, yeah, again, it just wasn't. Wasn't her best. Wasn't her best, no. I um, think she knows that as well. I spoke yeah. to her about it, and she wasn't beating herself up for for her performance as such. I, I just, I think she knows it wasn't her best. Yeah. And but also to give her props, that's the first time I've seen her not do a stand and sing as such. Yeah. She like she mixed songs together. There was a lot more movement there. Yeah. Which and I think the smoke with the spoken word as well. Mm-hmm. And um, she she characterised it. It's not mm-hmm. like she just deadpanned like spoken word it didn't yeah. feel for me it didn't feel just someone singing the song no like she was there she was, was more to it there was more to it she was adding yeah. adding character to it but as we saw the judges weren't 
vibing. No, they her. weren't as impressed. They'd, they'd employed a new tactic this year. Yeah, they did. Is. So they used to do scores in the doors, and they mm-hmm. used to do, like, a score out of ten. Or was that out of five? Out of something like that. Um, and then they left it our year, um, and they just didn't do any mentors, no, no scoring. Nothing like that. And then this year, they decided to do a thumbs-up method, and if it was a thumbs-up, if you got three thumbs up, it was immediately through to week two. Yeah, kind of like Golden Buzzer from Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, very that. And then there was a side thumb. Which um, meant... Which meant maybe. Maybe. And then there was a thumbs down, which actually no one got. And did I'm, they not? I don't think. I no don't one got think the thumbs so. down. Did I you, think they did. Did, you, did they? I can't remember who, but someone definitely got a thumbs down. And I think that just meant that it wasn't like you're going straight home. I mm. think that was the case of you're probably in probably, the bottom yeah or you're probably going up for elimination, elimination if you want to call it yeah it's not out on youtube as, as elimination lopez as love that <laughs> it's not out on youtube as we um thingy, and we didn't we didn't keep track of it it might be by the time this is up though yeah probably because we hope we hope to upload on friday but if you're yeah. listening to this on saturday or on sunday while you're getting ready for drag idol mm-hmm. tough tea <laughs> oh, my drag queens we have very busy lives too <laughs> Um, Who was up next? It was the lovely Cherry Bomb. Are you familiar? I've heard about things a bit shit though. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, it's my darling child, Cherry Bomb. Um, So a little backstory as well, real quick. Cherry was probably the most nervous I've ever seen her. Shaking like a shitting dog. Literally. This is before the competition, like a good... The minute she applied and got the confirmation that she was doing it, terrified, almost dropped out twice because of the nerves, finished her track about a week or two before, mm. sent me it, I was like, this is perfect. It's funny, it's dancey, it's witty, it's clever, it's short and snappy, it tells you exactly who you are, it's everything that you can do with a week one in performance. Yeah, I feel like that's the best thing you can do week one of Drag Idol, is give an introduction to Absolutely. who you are as a performer. The theme for week one may as well be "Who are you?" Yeah, that literally that may as well be the thing, even though there isn't a theme for week one that everyone kind of knows to introduce yourself. Yeah, it's it's your chance to kick the door off the hinges and yeah. let everyone know that you're here. And oh my god, did she do she that? She did that. The energy more. in the room was infectious. Literally, people singing along. So Cherry did a number about herself egotistical bitch just like i love her just like me <laughs> no it was so she started with a fossey song i believe called life's like a bowl of cherries and had a bowl full of che- cherry props. i knew that would go down well with the likes of ophelia and rory yeah. and well plastique as well because plastique's a theater queen yeah they all they all really appreciate it so she had actual f- cherry fruits she had cherry sweets she had photos of herself it started with that and it was a slow a nice steady intro and then it went into Call My Name by Cheryl Cole. Which, as always, goes down well with Rory. Yeah, oh, Rory can't stand <laughs> Cheryl Cole. And usually... What's wrong with the nation's sweetheart? You're not my cup of... You might not be everyone's cup of tea, but you're my cup my of tea cup with two sugars in it. You are right up my right street. God, we're feral. Excuse usually me. Cheryl Cole doesn't go down well, but she used it in a very clever way. She did. And then it went into Say My Name by Rihanna. Oh, what's my name? Cherry Bomb. When I tell you the entire room was singing along with her, 
incredible. Everyone um, in that crowd was shouting cherry bomb. Yeah. And to hear a crowd of queers, I mean, I know there's a lot of alt queers out there, but mm-hmm. to hear a bunch of queers shouting cherry bomb from the runaways yeah. i was living it was yeah. so iconic and the track was so well edited it was so smooth there was a bit of who's that chick by rihanna in there as well and then she ended on cherry bomb Is that the actual right? song yeah Ooh, that chick Ooh, that chick have you not seen that tiktok no but Ru- I, oh, I would rather you never so, did that once again <laughs> so the RuPaul, going off topic yeah but rupaul did this TikTok where it's like, I love that song, uh, Who's That Chick, Barriana? Who's that chick? Who's that chick? See, love, love, it. love that um, stuff. This is me being an old lady. <laughs> it was, Not it was so clue. stupid. Just want to sit down and have a cup of tea. I ain't got time to be watching all this shit. So yeah, Cherry basically just fucking smashed it, really. Yeah, um, and that and it, reflected with the judges. The judges 100%. Loved it. Cherry got th- the first one to get three thumbs up immediately through to week two. And you had a bit of clairvoyance before it you said if she is able to change the energy in the room mm-hmm. the judges will say that yeah and, and they did they plastic made a comment the competition has now started yeah um and that is to me that is the mark of a good drag performer yeah. because you, there are a lot of times when you're going to come into a room that's very hostile and the crowd are not having it yeah and it's your job to pick it up and change it 100%. and whether or not she believes she did that because we know she's not that yeah, she's, she's very self-doubtful but i can't wait for the day that she realizes how good she is because she'll be fucking dangerous she she honest to god you should be very proud and you were mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> i think your eyes were leaking were they not they were getting a bit damned or getting um, a bit misty yeah the, the second that i could see that the crowd was living and she was out she was outdoing herself i just started welling up i just i i couldn't i knew as soon as i heard the crowd singing along and shouting her name i was like i just got it i I honestly like i last time i cried at drag idol was the semi-finals of aria oh yes the famous come (laughs) tears look she's crying sperm down her face (laughs) god but yeah well done cherry you're a fucking superstar Forever proud of you. If you're listening, well done, baby. We're proud of you. Moving on, we had the lovely, honestly, one of my favourite people on the scene. Ah, Satin addict. Satin fucking addict. Honestly. Where did we fucking start? So, Satin did a a very intense look. It was... Yeah, it was very them. She was going, yeah. Androgynous, club kid, just suit. Look at Satin's Instagram. And it's it's just very satin. Yeah, they were going down there. I would say it was say it was quite 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 goth. Actually. It was quite gothic. Yeah, it was. Oh no, actually, no, I wouldn't say it was gothic. It was more punk. Punk. Yeah, spike, that's it. spike hair. Punk. Yeah, leather studs. It was very old school punk. Yeah, leather and, and lace. Yeah, like stunning. I was living for the look, and uh, the makeup is always stunning. Oh, one of the best. I, I would say probably the top makeup artist in Newcastle. Yeah. Satin's face is ever-changing. It's always on fucking points. And I feel like that's the difference, isn't it? There's, there's beautiful makeup yeah. out there that's like pretty makeup, yeah. but like Satin's face is always a work of art. Like I do, like I'm very good at like just the beauty makeup, but I, I, could, I don't think I could do that kind of makeup. Yeah. I'm good at neither. <laughs> Give over. <laughs> and on, so on the performance, again, like Cherry did a very 
introduction number. So they, they started out with, what was the first song they did? To be honest, I don't actually remember a lot of the songs. The only thing I remember I rem is... I remember one of the songs because oh. it's one of, it's something that they and I have in common. We absolutely adore Pete Burns oh, and love yeah. the song That's Spinny what Round I was going to say. And by Dead or That's Alive. I remember. So I remember them. So they sang live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started out with a little bit of Very clever of satin. Give, give them enough, showing them a taste yeah. of all of the different things that you can do, like your skill set. But like just Make enough so it want making them want more. Always leave them want more. Very that. Very small. I remember specifically them saying, "We've arrived at Saturn's rings." No. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. They did. Oh, sorry. I got excited there. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Again, speaking live on a microphone, letting them know that you can do it. Mm-hmm. Ha got handed a hula hoop. You spin me round. Came on. They started hula hooping for the a good minute and a half. Went. The track got quicker and quicker as it went on. They were switching directions around their arm. It was so exciting. It was. It was like, like again, oh, the energy in the room. It was electric. Literally. And just sat and the, the image alone is so mesmerizing to look at. Mm -hmm. But seeing. Like, I haven't watched the video image, back yet, but I feel like it, that's one of the performances from Idol that is from this week. Of idol that is just replaying in my mind. Yeah, literally, literally, literally spinning, spinning round and round, and was just like the image alone is so mesmerizing to look at. And then when that image does something as exciting as that and as physical as that, yeah, it's just a, a good mover because they yeah. did a bit of movement before they started with the hula hoop. Mm -hmm. And one thing I'll say about Saturn is they have the gift for. Being such a, a tiny individual, oh, very short space, has such stage presence and can command a room. 100%. Like no one was checking their phone, no. no one was looking at the judges' reactions. I was totally transfixed. Yeah, on what as was... I usually am with Saturn, and I can't yeah. wait to see what else. That, I'm, I'm very Saturn's very conceptual, so I'm very excited to see what. It's always conceptual, but it's not. It's you. You get it. You, you get it, it, and it's. N they never beat you over the head with a message. Very that. It's always done very nicely, or it's done entirely stupidly. Yeah. Like they have s this person for like looking so visually like striking. Mm -hmm. It has one of the dumbest senses of humor that oh, I've ever known. Like it's it's literally like if Saint James Saint James, the club kid artist, had the mind of like. Um, Karen Smith from Being Girls. Very that, yeah. It is just the weirdest combination, but so perfect. I live. I'm I'm really excited to see mm -hmm. what they do in the rest of the competition. Uh, they got two two thumbs two up, thumbs and, up one and one side thumb from Penny. I was surprised, as was the entire room. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was like, yeah, really, girl, yeah. But I, that's the thing I noticed a couple of performances in that, like Penny this week was. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say the mean judge, but certainly out of all three of them was the most like, critical. The most critical mm. for week one. Yeah, so I, I was surprised. Who was next? So moving on, we had Dixie Sucks. Oh, Dixie Sucks, another open drag night regular. Mm -hmm. um, AFAB Queen. AFAB Queen, stunning. Again, always very conceptual. Mm -hmm. um, always very funny. Very funny and very clever. Mm -hmm. They did a number about the five stages of grief. Yeah, as, camp, as yeah. like the psycho girlfriend. Had bits from Legally Blonde in there. Yeah. They were dressed very, like, very bimbo-esque. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of spoken word, which is brave. Yeah, very... Because if um, your lip sync ain't tight, 
then you, you're you gonna get you're gonna get clocked really clever really well done perfect song choice with each stage of the only thing i will say is but as someone obviously people know the five stages of grief i could kind of guess what kind of song was going to be next mm-hmm. that's isn't that something the judges said as well i think so maybe they said something along those lines but again great it was a great number and so my perception of it or my judgment rather yeah. was starting off Mm-hmm. No shade, I was a bit bored. Yeah, it was a slow start. It was a slow, it start, was a slow start. But with Dixie, I always know there's something it's coming. Gonna go there. So I'm yeah. gonna like I'm gonna stick with it. Mm-hmm. But I, starting off, I was a bit bored. But then for me, it was when she was doing the the spoken word with the five stages of grief. Yeah. And she yes. rather than lip syncing the spoken spoken word, it was like it was it was a it narrator. Was, it was, a, it was a, a narration, yeah. And she was just deadpan just staring frozen just frozen with like this vacant expression on her yeah. face and i was pissing myself very good actress laughing. very, very good, actress. good has a very good mind for comedy very good yeah mm-hmm. yeah like we said we could see where it was going but we still enjoyed it regardless mm. the judges liked it yeah, yeah. rory especially liked it I yeah think, yeah which is foreshadowing why i was a, a bit surprised about the outcome about the outcome yeah yeah Moving on, we had, uh, I don't know if I'm ready for this one, I don't know if I've uh, recovered, we had Costa Fortune returning for her second year. I cannot deal. So Costa had a a very short and sweet start. I wouldn't say sweet, I would say short A very bittersweet. Bittersweet, that's the bittersweet. um, Experience in Drag Idol. Yeah. And Ed did a good performance. Yeah, it was... was... Sent home. Yeah, we sent home. Which is never fun. Never. No. no. And that can do a lot to knock someone's confidence. Mm-hmm. We can sit, as we've seen in the past, people who sometimes get eliminated in week one of Drag Idol just stop. Yeah. And they don't continue. But respect to Costa, she grafted. She's worth her entire hard. year. She joined the House of Love. Yeah, with Bonnie which Gloria. Which I think and has helped a lot with, yeah. with her growth. Came back. And oh my god, she tore the fucking stage apart. So she did her librarian number, which she'd done before. Mm-hmm. And she did that at Open Drag Night. One of her best numbers. I didn't. I would say the best. Would you say? Would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say definitely top three. The only thing I was concerned about, because I knew what she was doing for going at the competition, was like, can she condense this into mm-hmm. three minutes? Because each contestant gets three minutes per number. But by God, she did she do it. It she, was so funny. She came on as the librarian, did Bjork with the shh, shh, shh. It's all so quiet. Ooh, ASMR. Oh, you don't want that. Oh, they're going to hate that. You don't want that. <laughs> and then it went into, she was reading a book, and it was about Drag Idol. Yes, I couldn't it, see the on the cover, cover, it had how to get past week one of Drag Idol, which I was I wish bad. she had that last year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> It went into a naughty book. She was reading Harry Prince Harry's new book. And then it went into all these sexual... It had the, like, funny sound bites, like, the, what the fuck did you say to him, bitch? Like, so, and stuff Frostbite like that. On the frostbite on his, on his dick. Talking about, what was it? Some about a fucking horse or a pony or something? Yeah. Like, and then all went the, into... All the that song? Pony. Pony. Ride it, my pony. Oh, 
just so clever, so funny. The judges' reactions were hilarious they were seeing their faces. I was cackling. Are we all the I was glad to the audience. It was yeah, it was hilarious. There wasn't a fucking And there wasn't like a moment where she wasn't doing something. Yeah. Again, very good actress. Oh yeah. The way she moves it. her face. Yeah. Very like, expressive. Her lip sync's always tight, mm-hmm. but it's more so about what she like the eyes are working, yeah. everything is moving. It's I, I don't know how she does it. But she is Bonnie Love's daughter, so I I'm not surprised. Yeah. And as well, just real quick, the glow up work bitch. Oh she looked stunning. Work. The body. Every time she wears the I body. don't know if it's just that librarian outfit, mm-hmm. but she nips it into the way. You know what? I and think it's because she looks like a MILF. That's what it's I mean. that part. She looks like a MILF. She's she was the youngest quite MILF. individual, but my God, a MILF right mm-hmm. there. I had mean, a gr- had a grandchild. There's, there's teen moms out there's teen moms out there in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's the classiest teen mom. Uh, oh, even though Custer doesn't have a daughter, but yeah. I could see that because yeah, yeah she gives off that vibe. Right. It's very like a classy Jennifer Coolidge, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Except very well, Jennifer Coolidge, the actress, is very intelligent, but the characters that she plays yeah, and a lot younger skinny, yeah. Yeah, that oh, pretty much. No, Costa did incredibly well. I'm on I was so proud of her. And I think she needed that that little redemption arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And to go from going home week one to then pretty much nearly winning mm-hmm. week two week one of the next year what if it was a nice what a storyline positive full circle moment 100 percent. yeah did she get three thumbs up she did didn't yeah. she yeah. she was the second one to get three yes. thumbs up one of the comments she got was that she went home week one could possibly come back and win the competition, win the competition and yeah. for a comment for week one that mm-hmm. that's a big deal well done, Costa. Well done, Costa. Honestly, and, and really I take my lashes off to your girl. Yeah, she's great a friend of ours. Lovely girl. Love her and so much. Just a very talented queen. Very much. So. Very, very much looking forward to seeing what she does. Oh, yeah. So, moving on, next we had Elastique. Elastique. Not to be confused with plastic. Plastique. Uh, <laughs> not this. <laughs> so, plastic. Uh, God's sake. No, don't. Uh, that was a complete mistake. I'm very sorry. <laughs> So Elastique did a it's all about Jamie number really, didn't, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yeah. Um so came on, looked very very much like a, um fresh off the boat. Yeah, I I got that vibe as well. Very seemed very like timid. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until so they did the all about Jamie thing starting out in drag. Yeah. Um, did the spoken word about, you know, like being a drag queen is something to fear, etc. Yeah. Or is that is that right? Yeah, it's a lot of ne- that, yeah. Full tra- transparency. I've heard the soundtrack, I've never seen the music. I've not heard the soundtrack or seen the movie. Okay, so what it's, it's I'm not I'm not a musical drag queen. Oh, I'm see, not I, a massive fan. I very much I like but I haven't seen I like Chicago, Lion King and Burlesque. No, that's fair. And that's about Wagon Wheel Walk Toshi. But yeah, they did it's all about Jamie. Um started out in drag and then And then took... revealed to the male illusion yeah took the wig and put on took the wig off and put a denim jacket on v- very much the look like looked looked great yeah very great. it was a very like good interpretation as far as like showing us what the the stage show would yeah definitely would definitely yeah i will say i i was conflicted because mm-hmm. i didn't know how effective it was so you saying effective is the same word that I was going to use. So I found it more effective when 
Elastique was presenting as Jamie's like male okay. self, I found it more effective, and she seemed more confident mm-hmm. without the drag on. And maybe that had something to do with the number mm-hmm. um, being obviously. Maybe that was entirely intentional, yeah. and she's supposed Again, to be we're not we're not massively familiar with the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Elastique's still quite new to drag, isn't she? I believe so. Yeah. Um, the main comment that she got was how similar they were to Plastic when they entered because they both they have the same name. I believe that Elastic still or or maybe used to work on the bar mm-hmm. in Boulevard, as did Plastic and when they entered Drag Idol. Both entered, did quite a camp. Yeah, musical theatre music, number. Musical theatre number. Um, very passionate about drag, the mm-hmm. competition. And Plastic just said that they saw a lot of themselves. Yeah, that was a Plastic. really, a really lovely moment. Yeah, it was, it was really, it was really sincere. It, it was, was, yeah. It was, it was, it's, it's always nice when you meet someone who you see yourself in because yeah. it, like, it helps you reflect on things very and, lovely. like, it makes you want to instill confidence in them because mm-hmm. you forged your path yeah. and you sort of want to encourage them to find theirs and yes. to do well. It, it was a lovely moment. It was lovely. I'm excited to see what else they do, really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have Aria Quinn. Am Aria, I saying that right? Um, yeah, Aria Quinn, yeah. yeah. Middlesbrough Queen. Mm-hmm. I was I was only familiar with Aria. Um, she's somewhat of a TikTok, TikTok, sense. Instagram queen. Yeah, but um, still performs, still does appearances. Well. Oh yeah, I have seen a few of her performances yeah. on TikTok, and I, I was very excited to see what mm-hmm. she would bring because the looks are so the looks. amazing. Honestly, pause this. Go, go and have a, look, have a look. Go and have a look at Aria Quinn's Instagram. The makeup is amazing. They did a Manhattan number. Mm-hmm. A beautiful look. Yeah, a beautiful look, very cohesive. Yeah, I knew exactly what what was going on yeah, before. Same. A few people said they weren't sure, but I'm like, how did you not get mad? Yeah, they had that? they had the hat, they had the hair, the contact. Like it was so obvious. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of gags in their number. They had gloves on that when they took them off, rose petals flew out. Yeah, um, very season nine esque. Uh, the judges um, did pick up on yeah, that. They, they were like, don't fall into the trap of repeating things that you've seen on Drag Race. Yeah. Reveals are great, but yeah. make sure they're yours. However, she did do another reveal, mm-hmm. which even I wasn't expecting. No one saw coming. Like, I consider myself an alternative queen, and mm-hmm. I did not see, because it, it was a very much, like, sort of horror yeah, reveal. Horror. She tore, like, Fake skin. Yeah, so she clearly put a layer of latex skin or latex on, on, on her. It was on like a, on her cheekbone area. She just clawed at her face, and it peeled off so effectively. Rory's face was a picture. Lit- the, I think the entire terrified. room was. I didn't know if people knew whether it'd be shocked or applaud. Ah, uh, honestly, it was crazy. In the immortal words of Pete Burns, I feel like I, I watched someone disembowel themselves in front of me, and I didn't know whether to applaud or vomit. Yeah, it was very that. bad. It was, I was gagged. It was so good. I went up to Aria after our performance and I just said, a very big well done because you did something that not a lot of people can do. No. You surprised the audience. And I got up close because before the competition, I went over to Aria because I've recognised her. I was like, hi, you look gorgeous. Good luck for tonight. I saw their face up close and didn't see a thing. The face looked flawlessly smooth. Oh, as far as the, the latex the past, was concerned. I literally I didn't notice a thing. 
Yeah, I didn't and, notice it once you came on the stage. That I think that's part of the reason why it was so. Yeah. Because I mean, sometimes with reveals, you can see them. You can see them pile off. off. Yeah. Like even with the gloves. I mean, half my bloody reveals, you can bloody see it coming. <laughs> oh yeah, of course she's going to take that fucking skirt off. <laughs> she's wearing a cloak. What could be under? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it says reveal all over. I wonder what this is. A black body symbol. Well, according to Bianca Del Rio, reveal in French means take the shit off. I think. Or I think she got. It was either three thumbs up or two, but. Mm-hmm. Smashing. Arias was a good example. Uh, something that Elastic could do mm. is interpret something your way. Yeah, so it's something very popular and known. It, it was Mad Hatter. It was sort of Alice in Wonderland vibe, yeah. but it wasn't just straight up repetition of Disney. Yeah, it was her interpretation of mm-hmm. it, which and I it was, enjoyed. And it was done, and it was quite alt, very well, very quite alt, but still, mm-hmm. still beautiful, beautiful. Still classic but yet modern mm-hmm. obviously we'll see what comes next week and the week mm-hmm. after hopefully for her but i think she's one to watch one of the ones to watch mm-hmm. absolutely who's um, next moving on we have the insane reese witherspoon reese witherspoon this is one that i did Funny. not know how it was going to go down a drag night. me too again another open drag night regular one of the craziest minds i think people mm-hmm. have met so Talking conceptual about- but Sometimes gets in her own way with concepts. Yes. Talk, about, of... talk about reveals. Oh, there's reveals on top of reveals on top of reveals. Do you... I would say the most reveals I've ever seen them do in a number was probably about five or six. Yeah, and that is crazy. She must know the number like the back of her hand because there's yeah. so much going on, so much spoken word, so mm-hmm. much like the tracks are mixed so erratically. I don't know how she remembers her words, mm-hmm. she, but she must know them like the back of her hand. And I take my hats off to her for that. Absolutely. Hats, hat off. Um, and obviously, in Open Drag Light, you don't get a, a, a time limit on your number. I think what got raised down would be the time limit because mm-hmm. they're very good with the numbers, but compacting that into three minutes. Yeah, she typically does tend to go quite long with her numbers. Yep. I feel like, again, um, I was talking to someone about this, about sometimes things not translating well mm. from open drag to drag idols yeah. sometimes because you're being judged and sometimes the judges like particular things and yeah. don't like other things it sometimes just doesn't work yeah and i feel like that's what happened with reese because the judges weren't liking it Agre- yeah agreed it was dirty by christina aguilera and there was there was quotes about um i was like in woodburn quotes quotes in there about like filthy and there was that disgusting thing that was in there very confusing but one of those one of, it was one of those confusing performances where you are still entertained because of all the reveals because of how exciting it is you're thinking what the fuck is this but also mm-hmm. i always I tell it. i know i always tell reese i'm like i have so many questions but i'm not sure i want to know the answers yeah they leave you guessing. Yeah. I mean, not really, because they don't really, really leave much of the imagination by the time they're done with the numbers. Yeah, the judges just weren't as on board as I know. Um, we kind of hoped they were going to be. It's a shame. But moving on, we had Set Ablaze from Sunderland. From Sunderland. After working in Sunderland for Come a while, on, I, I realised how they all talk. Sunderland. So Set Out was um, a very sexual little little one. Also, only turned 18 a few days before the competition, yeah. I believe. Um, very new to performing. Very new. Wasn't their first, though. Um, oh, I, 
I heard that no, they um, didn't they just say it was that first? Yes, and I believe that they performed a couple of times the appropriate sort of yes, the sort of like the underage yeah, reactions yeah, that yeah. sometimes happen, that, like pride, like prides and stuff. Like right, that. okay. Yeah, I've been told by you know, by multiple people, but yeah, they were wearing this PVC bodysuit, um, long blonde hair, very very sex kitten vibes. It was very that like sort of new school like young vibe yeah. of drag. You want you want to young and cunty. Young and cunty. Very that. Click as Rory says, clicky clacky death clicky drop, clacky. Clicky clacky dress, death dropping cunt. <laughs> so they did I'm not gonna say what the performance was about because I wasn't even sure myself, but it started out with The Light is Coming by Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande. And then they went into Greedy. Yes. And that's then right. there was another song at the end. But during the performance she, she uh Pulled out certain objects. Objects, yeah. Um, what were some of those objects, Layla? So there was a there was a dildo in there. There was a... how rude when Jasmine Dick was in the audience doing the <laughs> performance with a dildo. Very that rude. Started throwing condoms out their purse. It was very, very confusing. I mm. specifically remember Stacey turning around, looking at you, and just going, oh, "Mia, God. your face." And I turned and looked at Mia, and it, uh, yeah. <laughs> You had just you might, like you, might have, off. you might as well have had the word confusion written on your forehead. Yes. So I would like to clarify. I was confused by what was happening mm-hmm. on stage. However, the stank face that I had oh, yeah. was in response to the fact that was a there was an actual smell of shit. It was Cheryl Cole. It smells of shit. And it wasn't setter. It wasn't No, setter. it wasn't setter. Someone in that crowd yeah. had death farted. Probably. And it made me it was actually making me wretch. It was that bad. So the face that people will probably see on the recording was in response to the awful smell that was in that room. It was vile. Yeah. I just I was I, worried it was eating through the smell of my tongue. <laughs> it wasn't me who farted by the way. I'm just putting my It wasn't me either because No, because no, I would admit it. When I fart and drag Bitch, it doesn't fucking leave my tights until there's it. Yeah, literally bad. Like ripples up afterwards. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very confusing. One of their first times performing, probably the first time performing in a competition concept, mm-hmm. competition setting. Sorry, they the judges acted did say worse than the night so far. It's which, a shame, really, because yeah. when someone's so new, something like that can can really knock not, that confidence yeah, so much yeah i'm gonna defend her a little bit mm-hmm. i think for being so new to drag yeah i don't think the performance was bad i just no. don't think it no. was a drag idol worthy no, no, performance i think she's a queen that just needs time to marinate yeah, and right. grow and she needs an extra 20 minutes in the yeah she's just yeah. turned 18 she needs time like she would be a great addition to open drag night mm-hmm. if they like the young and the you know, the cunty vibe is her thing, that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, give yourself some time to figure that out because mm-hmm. as we've seen in throughout the history of Drag Idol, mm-hmm. those types of performances tend not to go over yeah, well unless not. there's more to it. And unfortunately, pulling a, a dildo out as a gag, yeah, unless you're Jasmine Dick, just yeah. isn't going to work. No, unfortunately not. I think she needs to learn her aesthetic, learn her comedy as well, because you can say you're a skinny country girl but you can still have a sense of comedy in there and without being without being a comedy queen you can find your footing do you know what I mean like everyone needs to learn to take the piss out of themselves literally last night at open drag night I did an entire number about 
the three same songs that I performed mm. in a black body suit and I was wearing a black body suit. You need to find That's your it. funny and like just you it, find your it, own it, take the piss out yourself. If you can, people can say that you're laughing at yourself. They, mm. they laugh with you. Yeah, if you're in on the joke, it it takes away absolutely from it. Absolutely. Should, should... Don't, don't give up, girl. Like, oh, definitely don't not. take this Keep as up. a kick in the tits. Mm-hmm. Like, because we don't want to kick anyone while they're down. No. However, like this, ca- this will either be the making of her mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. In the same way that it was for Costa. You know, Costa got kicked out week one and has shown so much growth yeah. and has come back stronger. But so I will say as well, she's a very confident girl, very confident before the competition, and I got a chance to see her in the yard. I'd heard from a few people that she was very confident as well. Okay, is, is um, there some backstage tea that I feel like you're alluding to here? Backstage tea, but, you know, like, I'd heard from people that, you know, she was one of the, one of the overconfident ones. But the thing is, take that confidence and keep fucking pushing yourself like keep going yeah, like... apply all of that yeah. to the performance mm-hmm. and what i will say that this is part of drag culture now yeah. is people take into account your behavior just as much off stage as they do Absolutely, on yeah. the way you carry yourself reflects each individual queen's brand or yeah. king's brand or thing's brand Absolutely. and i hate the fact that we have like that's on brand yeah but it, it's just part of the drag culture that we exist in now it is who okay. is next we had celestia von claude oh yeah okay so and very interesting one so they did open drag a few months ago now it's been a while since i've seen them mm-hmm. very interesting performer visually and performatively yeah they did a song i wasn't familiar with but they clearly fucking loved it because they were vibing yeah they always do they're always like fully immersed into their own performances and that's nice to see because it pulls you in and even if you don't know what it is and you know what's going on you can see that they're having a good time so it makes you have a good time Mm. that's how i felt anyway it wasn't a straight i'm gonna call it a dance and sing it wasn't a straight dance and sing (laughs) They had like sound bites in there from Miss so, Rory. The sound bite that they had in, bitch, was ballsy. It was so, Rory, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it was Rory. I have, I believe she went, I could walk in here any night of the week and there could be some some cunt dancing like dancing like that in a nightclub. <laughs> and then there was and then they had it in the clip from in between us. Piss off. So calm. Mind your lip. Oh, oh you, piss off. Oh, piss off. Please. Please. <laughs> I got right in Rory's face and said, honestly, Miss Rory was, she was like fucking flair flair. And I, we were like, hold, we, we like held each other. We, we were did. like, oh my God. It was ballsy. Yeah. And then carried on with the rest of that song. And great mover. Interesting look. What I will say is about the, the makeup, she painted. Yes. Yeah, so she paint, te- painted teeth on her lip. her mouth and teeth on. Which is, like, it looks great, Striking, but yeah. because you're adding an extra, like, thing to your mouth, mm-hmm. people are going to pay more attention to your lip sync, yeah. because you have to, like, I've done it before because I did a clown performance and painted, like, these really big yeah. lips on, yeah. and because you do that, you have to overcompensate Absolutely. for the lip sync so that people can see all of the, the tip of the tongue, the teeth and the lips. That's yeah, the one. That's it. You have to overcompensate for it. And that was something that George judges picked up on, mm-hmm. was the fact that she 
was either she either didn't know our words or she mucked up. Yeah, but I was in, I was in the audience and I did notice that the words were a little bit off. And I mean, we're all guilty of watermelling it. Oh times, god! But yeah. don't stop. Like just yeah, keep going. Quiver your mouth. Do a Bonnie love. Quiver. Quiver. Quiver dear. We even did the hands. The bit, bit yeah. The bit that had me and Mia gagged was when because because oh, those who didn't know, I forgot she about this. Travels up from London, which is bitch dead dead of fucking mm-hmm. work. Ophelia asked Celestia, so why did you enter the competition? Dragon of Newcastle specifically. Mm-hmm. Celestia mm-hmm. took the mic out of Ophelia's hand. And it wasn't like a gentle me, I have the microphone. Really it was a, was a whip. It was a, give, bitch, give, me Snatch. The, give me the mic. Walked to the front of the stage and basically just said like, I want to prove that fully... I can do it. And, like... and yes, girl, you did. However, it was a full... Let me have my moment. It was a full performance. I was it like, was. Oh, it was a performance piece, and, and my the Oscar goes to my asshole nearly collapsed. You were like, squeezing my arm. I was, I was like, oh. I was like, you don't take a microphone off Ophelia. <laughs> like, do you value your life? Yeah, I was terrified, but again, ballsy, ballsy, and apparently paid off. Because... But I have noticed that has happened before. She did that at Open Drag Night with Pebble. Yes, she did. And again, I think I had the same reaction then. I don't know. I'm sure she doesn't mean no God. Oh, by God, she's no, a lovely no. girl. But I'm just like, oh. yeah. I, personally, I wouldn't do it unless a microphone is presented to me. I will not touch it. Yeah, very that. It clearly paid off because we'll be seeing her next week, which yeah, is the judges lift. Excited to see what she does. Who, who's the next bastard? We have the lovely Dildo. Dildo! That's my Dildo. It was really sad when Dildo left the competition last year. But was it a great moment to remind people that you need to look after yourself? 100%. Like, it was after week three. Mm -hmm. As every year, Dragal does, um, we had a group chat. Dildo had messaged in, like, I'm not doing doing amazing. I need to take some time for myself. And everyone was there for them. They did so well up until that point as well. I think all three weeks that they were in. They did really well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I have this theory that Dildo would have probably been in this, maybe the final of our year if they kept going. Yeah. Although, in a way, I'm kind of glad that Dildo has had this trajectory because she has come back so much stronger. The unofficial winner Mm -hmm. of this week... um, They didn't name a best in show, however... It was yeah, strong. I heard some backstage, well, after show stuff that some of the judges had said. To Which is fair. I would, if I'd, like, if it had been up to me, I would have said, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, was the best I, show. I think I agree. Her performance was incredible. It's so good. And different so, as well, because it was actually mainly spoken word and speech rather so much than spoken music. Word. Which you don't often find. And again, when you're doing spoken word, you do have to work harder because there's there's not a, such a beat yeah. with a song and that you can really follow. You've really well. got to emote and make sure that you're wrapping your lips around each it's word and each syllable. I know, dear. I've got a microphone in my hand. I get excited. So, Dildo <laughs> is one of the most expressive... Oh, the face is queens that i know i like i yeah. put her up there after this week i would put her up there with some of the best lip sync has that mm-hmm. i've seen like yeah. it was so and good. as well if you'd listen to the if you listen to the track as well it was actually their voice that they'd recorded yeah that's right yeah uh, yeah I, 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 could, I could tell like it had the they had the dildo twang she did this whole 
unhinged performance about yeah, having left last year, yeah. come back this year as this, like, unhinged mm-hmm. character. And I really kind of hope she keeps going with that. Because it was about, sort of, dropping out and be like, oh, drag I was rolling around, Chris is going to ask me to do it again. And is it what Chris didn't ask her to do uh, it again? But she yeah, was like, was I'm coming back anyway. Murders all the judges. Did this bit with an axe where she swung the axe so close to their face. Oh, and I was like... Rory was like, what? I kind of felt like I was worried that the axe was going to like snap and like the oh, the head of it was just going to like hit one of them in the face. I'm sorry, I didn't. If, if Dildo had hurt Miss Rory, I would have actually got up on stage and beaten the fuck out of Dildo because you yeah, do I not think there would have been a line. You do not touch God. <laughs> we're sticking with Very that, are we? Miss Rory is God. Miss Rory is God. Yeah, it was, honestly, it was. It was so good. It was so good. So I funny. Can't. That's to me. That's one of the performances I've been talking about all week. Mm-hmm. When people have asked me, yeah, Dildo's performance is one that I bring up. Absolutely, it was amazing. I mean, there's not really. She did the whole. I'm a star. Oh, yeah, so I know funny. I'm a star. It was iconic. So good. I see. Like it's it's one that I'm excited to go back. And if watch. she makes it to the final, like I don't know what she's gonna do in the next weeks. But I don't if know she how makes she's it gonna to use final, that screen. I really hope. I hope it's just a close-up of her face, like, in a straight jacket, screaming, I'm a star. Dildo, if you're listening, please use that. Do you know what? You're you don't have to credit me, for it. You are a star, Diva. Fucking star. Okay, moving on, we have... My husband. Oh, yeah. My handsome man. Whoa, Vic, Vic the, the prick. prick. Oh. And he is. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, he's yeah. not. He's genuinely... The character is like this... Name douchebag like mm-hmm. bloke but yeah. he is the sweetest so sweetest man so and so very romantic actually like right, we're not getting it you fucking sense no, like, sta- we're, we're not gonna another talk episode. About the episode but um, I'm, i've got my i've got my necklace on now my lovely little heart necklace sorry i'm just like I'm just jealous because you're not in love excuse me well apparently i'm an absolute fucking slag so you know well, it's written on the toilet in every queer bar in newcastle that's very true so vic did a back to the future number martin mcfly Balloon martin mcfly great looked so much yeah like the character the judges said that he always does when he does I know every time he does a specific character it looks just like vic it. does character drag so well and i feel like in a way it's still same vic isn't yeah it? there's always Vic. really 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 great it's like it's never just a character there's it's always his interpretation of it mm-hmm. but you can in a way you kind of can't go wrong with character drag because you never run out of material the judges aren't going to say oh we're, we're seeing the same thing i mean yeah. the same thing in the sense that they're seeing character drag but it's always yeah. a different piece different style of character yeah, absolutely um, um i this number i is... know what the number is potentially coming this week and mm-hmm. if it if if it pays off, it's going to be amazing. I'm very, I'm always excited to see what Vic does. So this week they did obviously Martin Fly from Back to the Future, and Johnny um, Be Good. You are. They did the song Johnny Be Good. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With a inflatable With guitar. guitar. And again, another and attached a detail caution tape as the guitar string. Literally, yeah. Just so fucking like clever and stupid. And there's not a moment in the performance where Vic isn't fully in it. In it. I get as the well. The face is always doing something. There's always movement. So like, it seems, it honestly feels like he, he's done that number a thousand times. Mm-hmm. And there was a bit, he, the number finished by, I think it was a good minute of just guitar playing. Yeah. And he was 
he was doing it. It like, wasn't old hat. It didn't get boring. It didn't get because he kept get going at different positions, mm-hmm. playing it with his tongue. Did it as if the, the guitar was erect and then flaccid? Yeah, and it, it was, was brilliant. It just Bit the guitar and let the air out at the end. Do you know what word I'm thinking of? Like a mine. It seems mm, sometimes yeah. it feels like a mind performance, but their arms doing something. Oh, I didn't realize it was doing that. Let me stop it. Do you know what I mean? Like has such a gift for physical comedy. Very that. Like comedy, yes, but physical comedy, the way that he moves his body yeah. is very integral to the comedy that he's doing. It's yeah. honestly amazing. There's not enough I could say about this. I would say this again, top five mm-hmm. for me as well. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Got three, three thumbs up, did they not? Yeah, three thumbs up again. Um, he, done, he jumped on stage like a little boy, bless him. Um, I know, it was so cute. <laughs> and again, like, so it's so lovely, again, to see more representation of Absolutely. drag Absolutely. I would say, not gonna lie, this is not me licking your ass up, uh, Vic. However, I've always known you. this, man. How dare um, you? You take that back. <laughs> Sorry. He is not leaving um, me for a younger, prettier model. Stop it. You ever been with that woman? We have home? a child to support. That's true. By critical. <laughs> By critical. Yeah, by. Hands down, one of the best kings I've ever had the privilege to see. Mm-hmm. I, like, I remember I did what? SNL with Baron, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I remember saying to Baron, I was like, you need to see this new king on the yeah. scene. He's like, he's so what, what does Baron think? Are they impressed as... I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Baron as a king who adores cosplay mm-hmm. i feel like they would have a lot to talk it's about very different kinds of cosplay yeah like mm-hmm. i've a lot of fantasy, fantasy and a lot of like gothic literature yeah whereas vic loves tv and film yeah and it's it's so... to see those two collide would be amazing oh, imagine i would that. love to see a, Vi- a I mean, vic that, and baron performance that's a wet fucking dream honestly oh literally i like yes puddle on the sofa as we're talking Isn't about that, like gash with excitement <laughs> who was next next we had Jane Doe. Jane Doe. Okay, so yeah, another get another open drag Semi regular. Semi regular. Yes, they also completed about this taste this did, year. Yes, did, very, um, did well. Out um, after week two, was it? Yeah, I think that was due to uh, working schedule. Uh, fair enough. So Jane Doe attempted live comedy. I have seen Jane do it before. Yeah, and do it well. And do it well. Yeah. Fortunately, this week it was not there. There were some funny lines in there, just mm-hmm. a few. Ben. So I missed the performance. I didn't actually. Oh right, okay. So you were, you were there for it. Okay. So they were coming out as, I believe, a hospital worker who was a politician, was standing in for Liz Truss. It was very confusing, quite convoluted as well. There were a few lines crossed that were picked up on by the judges and commented on, and I think the crowd felt it as well mm-hmm. because after Jamie told me, you said that the energy in the room, the energy in the this. room felt different. Me and Ivy were stood next to each other, and she turned to me and she said, "It feels really awkward in here." And I said, "I think it was because of the number." Mm-hmm. And to make a room of, I would say, over a hundred people feel like that, it must have been quite the mess. Mm-hmm. So I have I didn't see the performance, but I have heard about the the language that was used, mm-hmm. and I think this needs to be a, a cautionary sign mm-hmm. to to drag artists and entertainers. As entertainers, it's our responsibility to entertain a crowd, but you need to be responsible about yeah. the language that you use mm-hmm. because words do have consequence. Uh-huh. 100%. And you shouldn't say things that could potentially hurt 
an entire group of people. I, there's certain words that I can say as a trans woman, but I don't feel I don't say that word around. I don't call other trans people that word when yes. I just know they're not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. If I know that they're comfortable with it, we joke about it all the time. We call we call it, you know, it's a common thing. Yeah. But if there's multiple, if there's people I know that aren't comfortable with other people like me that aren't comfortable with being called it. Yeah, you don't know that that person feels comfortable around that language. Absolutely. And it's the same thing for a lot of gay slash gender queer Mm -hmm. people in terms of language that we use. So I would never use certain words in front of... So inflammatory language that is typically being used towards me, I would never say to another queer or a gay person... Mm -hmm because you don't know that that person Isn't feels comfortable in the same way that you do. I, yeah. I do believe in the reclamation of certain words oh, for people taking back the power of that word mm-hmm. and not allowing it to be used against you yeah. in a certain way. But that doesn't mean you have the right to use it against or towards Absolutely, other people. Yeah. Absolutely. You need, to be, you need to be responsible. Yeah. And I think that was potentially what happened yeah, yeah. It's and, just and as well, the joke was early on as well. Right. It, it, okay. It was one. It was within the first thirty seconds as well of the performance, so it, it kind of just switched us all off mm-hmm. for the rest of the performance and not the rest of the night because it was a long night and people were getting. Yeah, very I feel tired. like the energy at that point in the room was dipping anyway because yeah. it was a long night, and then I think that kind of just turned people off immediately. Yeah which was a shame as well, because that was a detriment to other people's numbers as well. Jane has apologised for the, yes, the jokes yeah. that were made and the language that she used, and I believe has taken some time away to, yeah, they seem to, have, to re-evaluate you know, things. Yeah, they seem to have or something. And yeah. Seems which... to be taking some time for themselves, which is, which is good. Uh-huh. Um, it was a learning curve, and I hope she's doing well. Um, we all make mistakes, you know, things happen. wasn't wasn't a it wasn't the, the appropriate time or place no. to use that language no definitely on a lighter note who was next so them. yeah so next we had crystal p and nick crystal p enigma very exciting one very visually striking contestant from 2020 slash 21 they did a very it was very energetic performance i'm not entirely familiar with the songs no so again there was a a certain like block of performances that yeah. I had to miss because um, I was dealing with something mm-hmm. else. And as well, I th- being a being a drag mother. Yeah, <laughs> and I think as well, unfortunately, due to, to the previous performance, I think a lot of people had switched off mm. and kind of like been what just happened. It's it's re it's a difficult position to be in when yeah. you're the performer that is relied upon to bring the energy back to bring up. the energy back up in bring the room because that's a lot of pressure it is a lot and yeah. like you just want to focus on having a good performance yeah and looked incredible fortunately didn't stick out i would say blended into the background which is a shame yeah um, I, I had heard of crystal yeah um, previously so i was really excited once i found out that they were competing to see what they would bring i believe they have did a really moving performance about hiv yes when they were in 2020 um, 2021 yeah the judges pointed out that they did a very impactful emotional meaningful number on hiv and, HIV and aids this kind of just proves that one bad performance well one mediocre performance does not define you because 
Everyone no. has good days and bad days. Yeah. And we saw that in our year that any minor slip yeah. could send you home. Absolutely. So and it's, it's, a it's shame. just a shame, but obviously, honestly, Crystal, great queen. Keep doing what you're doing. Please go back to Open Drag Night. Moving on. Next, we had Olyra. Olyra, yeah. So, don't know much about them. I'd, I, I will admit, I'd never seen them before. Okay, fair, yeah. <laughs> They're not an open drag regular. No, I don't think I, they I didn't ever really recognise them from the scene either. Approach one of these un- undiscovered new artists mm-hmm. that yeah, have just crop come, up up, all the time. come out of the woodworks with an excited drag idol and um, ballsy move, like, to just be a... Well, in Drag Idol's history, because it, it was, t- before Open Drag Night, it was the only open stage yeah. for drag, Great, really, in Newcastle. Yeah. So you used to see a lot of, like, new talent yeah. performing in Drag Idol for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. But I believe that was her first performance ever. The performance... What did she perform again? It was something about so her about, birthday, but it was Something about her birthday, and there was someone... In a, well, it was she actually was in a, a Vic in a balaclava yeah, trying to murder her. In an abusive relationship. I don't, it was wild. But I think we should just skip the performance because. Know, the performance, it was what it was. It was what it was. However, oh, now we're not entirely sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not entirely sure whether Olyra is playing a character. Yeah. Whether, yeah. <laughs> whether she is on an acid trip. Or whether that's just who she is, but she is the most bizarre little individual who talks in almost airy, celestial sound bites. It's it, it, the only way I can describe it is an a walking, breathing, talking acid trip. That's very, the only way. Very that. The... If it is an act, it is a fucking good it's act. a funny one and a fucking funny one like so what what she was just going back and forth with the judges yeah and for some reason rory was entertaining it like yeah i mean of course it was part you know what it was past rory's bedtime <laughs> she made this entertainment and it was like our state and tablets probably kicked in we're like whoa here we go Layla. i'm enjoying this I was enjoying it as well. It oh, was same. It was batshit insane. It was awkward, but it was. I, I don't hilarious. think Penny was entertaining it. No, I don't. Penny think was not a fan. I don't know how Plastique felt about it, but I, I knew Rory was absolutely fucking living for it. And I could tell that Ophelia was like trying to keep a straight face, but I could oh, tell yeah. she wanted to. She had no idea what was going on. Like the fact that she allowed her the microphone shows me that she wants to entertain uh-huh. this crazy individual. And all I remember is. At the end of every sentence, Alyra would just go, uh, yeah, yeah. And like, it was kind of like, it was, oh, it was kind so of British sick. Valley Girl. Oh my that's, God. That's what it was. Yes. That was about it. Like, it also very about, thank you. Yeah. Oh. I just, just thought I was like going to get my allotted time. time. <laughs> <sighs> to be honest, I could have let her go for another five minutes and yeah, listen to her. It was the fact that you're, commentary after your performance was better than your your number i wish i kind of wish they would just put her through to see her in life which you know what keep her out let her be eliminated but as a little like pre-show entertainment hand her that microphone chris hart i'm talking to you hand her that fucking microphone for five minutes just let her vamp just let her go for it 
And if you don't do that, I will say you're transphobic. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that old chestnut. Bringing bring that, bring that back again. <laughs> but yeah. Um... I saw Olaira in the toilets after a performance. And I remember thinking, if this is an act, she is so method. Mm-hmm. And so in the character. Yeah. So... I'm partially convinced it's not an act. But if it's not an act, I would like whatever you are having. Yeah, if it's not an act, um, tell us what you're having. And tell us where we can find the dealer. Mm-hmm. Who was next? Who was next? It was Ari Ascheek. Am I saying Ari, that Ari, 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 Ari Ascheek. So, oh, yeah. I knew... Ari Ascheek, um, I get it. Yeah. I knew of Ari out of drag, actually, on TikTok. They do a lot are of... Are they a TikTok yeah, they have, sensation? Last time I checked, about 220,000 followers on TikTok. Fucking hell. They do a lot of tarot readings on TikTok, and they were quite big over lockdown, I believe. They did some drag stuff. They are from Middlesbrough. I believe they do a lot of DJ and hosting, I think. Okay. That's good jobs to have going yeah, in the idol. absolutely. And went to London for performing arts... Dance. Okay, so there's a background that in that. Basically, she's fucking trained in, in the shit. Yeah, you she could know you could that translated in her performance. She yeah. did um all that jazz, all that jazz shot and live singing, live singing again, which is what it was good. Dancing. There was like good vocal control there. Yeah, contoured her nose in a way that I've never really seen done before. Yeah, like most people do the you know the like the raven snatch yeah. and just bring it very thin. But, it but was... hers was quite broad. Yeah, and it, like it. Made her face very striking. But I mean, she has got very good cheekbones and a good jawline. Yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. A little bit shaky at the start, I'll say. Yeah, that. I think she was nervous. I noticed a little shakiness in the voice and when she was like pausing when she was singing, I noticed a few shakes, but obviously it's natural, very natural. But once she got into it, by God, she got into it. So good. Very Danny Day esque. Yeah, that again, that was something the judges yeah. would have on. They said that they would love to see what Danny would think of that. Yeah, I could see. Airy in like very produced numbers. I, I, I could see it with a team of dancers. Like a team of dancers, with, like your, a road show with like, Boaz, like yeah. with you know, oh, showgirl, show very showgirl. Yeah, I could see that. It'll be interesting to see if that's like what she sticks to and does the musical theatre. She could, yeah. Given her background. Mm-hmm. Who's our next victim? We had none of that than Mercury.co.uk. Mercury.co.uk. Returning for her second year. So Mercury's had, she had a great year since Idol. She has, um, she's worked Worked her off, completed in MX Drag. Mm-hmm. Came, was it? Third? Third, I think, yeah. Such a nice fucking person. Yeah, lovely. So dry, so funny. Oh, yeah. Like, so witty. I don't think she realises how fucking funny she is either. Oh, I think she knows. Does she? Mercury's a very smart girl. Yeah, she knows. The looks. Yeah. She walked into Switch, and I, I was gagged. Was gagged. Like, like, the look. She, Mercury oh. said, she was like, I'm not just going to do a little bit of a look. She came in full... Drag. I think she looked the best. I, I would agree. I'd say her. Even and... though there was people with perhaps maybe better makeup and stuff, I think the overall look was I think... fully thought out. I mean, just... the makeup on Mercury is always amazing. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's right. always so specific to her. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she's the only person that paints herself green and doesn't get compared to yeah. being the Wicked Witch or Alpha Yeah, really good. Like, she's. Like, Mercury's brand is very the alien, alien. queen. She yeah. is the alien she queen. Is the, she's the alien superstar. Um, Who talks like a truck driver. She was wearing this 
muscle printed green catsuit, this huge ruffled coat slash sleeve yeah. slash skirt. Um, she told me that she was sweating her tits off, and I was like, oh, yes, girl, look at what you're wearing. These alien eyeglasses. It was um, It's huge... always so high fashion, but so calm. Yeah, it's it's drag fashion. It's, it's, literally, it's yeah. stupid, but it makes sense. Huge, back home, curled, styled with oh, I can't talk enough about how mm-hmm. incredible she looks. But in terms of the performance... It wasn't her best. I think she knows that as well. Yeah, I, However, I do think it was a... It wasn't her worst. It wasn't her worst. I think it was a safe number. Mm-hmm. And again, I think this is like a pitfall of... like It's kind of like Drag Race. Being safe isn't always enough. Like, I will stand firm on this. I still mm. think it was a decent number. Yeah, yeah. A lot more of a mover and a dancer yeah. last year. She seems a really lot more confident yeah. as a performer. I think it's because of all the great experiences she's had. She's like, she knows, I think she knows that she's the shit. Oh, yeah. She's fuck- and I'm glad she knows it as well. It was, I hate saying this word, but it was very fierce. It was yeah. very, like, cunty and, like, uh-huh. It was, no, like, I, I it was different from her because Mercury usually does zany, zany humor, like, humor. Very conceptual. Yeah. She does this number about erectile dysfunction. It's the stupidest oh thing God. that I've ever seen in my I life. I've seen that one in But it is so It's so good, though. We're... Gloria Love is currently entering the room. She's sneaking around, not remembering that she's not actually on camera. Looking like a fucking mole rat. Gloria, my love, do you want to come and say hello to everyone? Come and say hello to the people on the podcast. Come and say hi. Hi. Hi, everyone. I hope you're having a lovely day listening to um, Under the Brolly, the term coined by Moat. Yes, Gloria Love came up with the yeah, name for our podcast. Give us a, jing- a real quick jingle. Five, four, three, two, one. Come and join us under the Brolly. Layla and me at that is camp, and we, we will be we using, will be using that. that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Send us an invoice, love. We'll get it sorted. I ain't paying her. No, fuck that. I still owe our money, to be fair. She bought a takeaway last night, and I still owe our money. I'll <laughs> be... You need to send me your bank details, girl. Not my fault. Right, off your fuck. <laughs> she off. lives here. Oh, I don't care. Off your fuck. This is our studio living room. Studio. <laughs> Anyway, before we were so rudely interrupted, interrupted by the person that actually pays the bills here. Literally. Well, one third of them. One third, yes. Period. That's on period thesis. Can you leave my house? <laughs> Thank you. Great goes and say um, I say that. Yeah, so Mercury, she said she didn't want to give everything we want, which is true, which, which yeah. is very, very valid. It can't that's the thing, it can either pay off oh, or it can, it can send you home. Yeah. But unfortunately, I mean, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. It, it didn't pay off. But this isn't going to stop Mercury. I know. I don't do drugs anymore, but I would love to get stoned with Mercury. Oh, God, yeah. That would be calm. Um, For any government officials or police listening, we do not do drugs. We do not buy drugs. There's actually a robot talking just there, so... We are we are too busy at Bible study. Very, t- very true. Who's next? Next, we had Sylvia Snickers. Sylvia Snickers. Few open drag nights mm-hmm. just done. Yeah. More of a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Drag queen, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, gorgeous. uses drag as a device. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Uh, makes her own stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like all her. Yeah. Wow, wow. Um, a stand-up comedian who uses drag as a device to mm-hmm. get up on stage and tell jokes. So, for Sylvia's, for Sylvia's number, she came on and was telling the story I mentioned about a one-night stand or something. Or, mm-hmm. 
um, or a sexual experience she's had. Yeah, and there was a track edited in there, so it was a conversation back and forth. Yes. Um, telling yes, the story of a one-night stand, and then she did some stand-up after it. Mm-hmm. The start of it, it was a little, it was a bit choppy. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those things. If you're going to do a performance where you're editing in spoken word or narration yeah. you need to make sure that you've timed it perfectly yeah. and you know your cues mm-hmm. so that you can get that spoken word in and then have the response so it flows and unfortunately this time it didn't it, it wasn't it wasn't great and then she obviously moved on to her stand-up comedy which yeah. is the area that she feels more, more mm-hmm. comfortable with yeah what the thing is with sylvia she what she writes is very funny mm-hmm. yeah I think she just, she gets in her head. I think she struggles with confidence. Yeah, that's a massive part of it as well, which I think, let alone just looking like that, she should be very confident, because God, stunning. The hair, the outfit. So I think Sylvia has all of the necessary components for a good performance. I just don't think it paid off this time. Again, just a bit more time in the oven. Mm, And performance. So much credit to her because to have the lady-sized huevos, which means eggs in Spanish. Oh wow! Gloria Love told me that. Of course she did. To have the bravery to go on stage and tell jokes in front of a room full of piranhas yeah. is hard. I to think do. any kind of live, even mm-hmm. singing, yeah, on absolutely. week one of Drag Idol is it takes fucking balls. Like it really does, and it pays off. It but it doesn't. This, again, this shouldn't stop Sylvia from keep going, from, from keep on going. Like, but has the potential to be, I think, a very really fucking funny stand-up comedian. I agree. And I think just needs to find her confidence, find her stride, and I think she'll be fucking. Now, I'm not a, I mean, I'm not a stand-up comedian. No, but you understand. But that. I, I work on a microphone. Like, I, mm-hmm. I understand live work, and yeah. you have to take a beat to let the audience hear yeah. the joke yeah absolutely let them laugh yeah because like i said what she wrote was very funny yeah and the she had a little joke at the end about he was like they were shagging on the carpet and oh yeah she had she had a good gag in there yeah yeah, yeah she I, did, I will say i did see the gag coming when she was talking about the carpet i was, it was like, still funny though still yeah funny. It, i did still chuckle she was like and i brought the carpet with me and like and it came out and it had her face on the carpet it was, it was funny just unfortunately it didn't work out this time for Sylvia, but did she get thumbs up from Stan? I think she got middle? three side thumbs. Sideways. Yeah. Right. Moving on, we had one of my personal favourites, Dixon Stones. Now ah! I did miss this performance and I was gutted. How fucking didn't I saw this shit? So Honestly. I'll let you take the reins on this one, Matt. Dixon Stone. Oh, an open drag night regular for the past few months now. Dixon is just the most beautiful chaos. Ever. Very bad. It's quite a similar vein. I would compare Dixon to early Delonco. Yeah, Plastic literally said yeah. the Delonco effect. It Very that, yeah. It is. She has that crazy humour that is yeah. so calm. And it's her humour. So it's not anyone else's humour. It's mm. her humour. So basically she did a number about, she was like this classy lady doing these like classy songs. But then it was adding these like elements of like filth in there. Like, yeah, filth, she I does mean, that. Like, 
sexual filth. She does that really well. And Dixon mm-hmm. really understands the concept of continuity. Yeah. So she'll use different sound bites. Yeah. Like there's this one at Open Drag she uses where it's like a computer generated voice that just says, mm-hmm. stupid slut. And she yeah. uses that. Yes. Oh, She's God. used that in every performance going forward. So it can yeah. be a completely different performance, but we get that. Yeah. And the audience immediately gets it mm-hmm. because she's brought it through. And the, the image just does not match no, the performance. Never. Because she always dresses like quite stereotypically drag. Mm-hmm. Big makeup, big, big hair. Which she does herself. Which she does her, does She herself, sews yeah. the outfits herself. Yes. I will say not... The most polished. It's not polished. It's but not. Polished. I will. I have seen. I don't want it to be either. Though. No, I kind of don't want it to be polished because either. it's it's unique and it's special to Dixon. However, that has she has got better. Like every time I Absolutely. see it, the, like the seams look a little bit better. Mm. I can sew a zip. Yeah, I can sew a hem. That's it. That's I, I can. I, I can sew. You can, I, I can yeah. sew well, but I just can't be arsed. So I just try to get my hot glue gun out. But I can sew. Getting leaps and bounds better. Mm. Like, but. Just, Oh. And the confidence is improving every mm-hmm. time as well. I think this may be wrong, but I think it is because they've realised that they have a family with open drag. Yeah, they do. And on the scene, and, and people like have people, respect for her. Yeah, people respect her, and people love her and love her performance. Yeah. And that that love does turn into internal confidence. Mm-hmm. It, it happened to me, it happened to you. Yeah, absolutely. It happens to everyone, and I'm and glad. I'm sure... It's happening at a good time as well. Yeah. And I'm glad it keeps, like, I'm, I really hope that she keeps going and it, it pushes her through Idol. And Dixon will use Idol uh, in quite in a similar way that I did as a boot camp mm-hmm. to get better. Absolutely. Because she listens. Yeah, she really does. Like, whether she's gotten advice from any of the open drag lot or mm-hmm. whoever, she, she listens and she applies it. Yeah. And that's rare because to be able to apply the information that you're, it's being given to you, mm-hmm. you have to sort of let your... Put your ego aside. Yeah. And, and with Dixon, queens, it's very easy yeah. for us. But with Dixon, there isn't an ego, I don't feel. There really isn't. I don't she just loves drag and she loves to perform. And I have, honestly, I have so much love and so much respect for that kid. Yeah. So good. And to finish on Dixon, the, what the highlight of the number was she pulled a CD out of somewhere or a DVD or something. And she was talking about how bad she wants to get fucked. And she was like, I want, I want to get, what? I want to get fucked like a CD. I'm so sorry, Mum and Grandma, if you listen to this. This is this is not my this is not my uh, belief. Um, well, apparently, how much of a slag I am, apparently, this might be. But she was basically saying about I want to be like a like a DVD player, and I want like the like the CD is like the DVD yeah. to the dig, and the feral things that were coming out of that audio. You're gonna have to watch it, but I, I can't even remember half the shit. But it was I remember watching. It, I was just like, oh my god, literally, plastic was. Gag. She was like, I've never heard such vile things to from, be set from such a sweet person. Such, like, <laughs> I just, yeah, we're going to need to move on. What? Please watch the number. I know, watch the like, number. Please enjoy it. As and much support as Dixon and follow. Please and do. Anyone that's listening, if you're not already, please go and follow all of these amazing oh, artists. Yeah, absolutely. If we remember, we'll try and tag. Yeah, we'll at least, or at least everyone. link everyone's Instagrams and stuff. So moving on to our next performance, I did not see this one. Um, so again, Layla will be taking the ring. Try and remember. <laughs> You're like an elephant; you never forget. Is that a fat joke? No, it's <laughs> a trunk joke, dear. Oh. <laughs> anyway, who's next? <laughs> uh, next we have Ruby. 
Ruby. Okay, Ruby, 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 Ruby. Uh, that was in the number actually. Um, another like one. That. Another one of these very who are you numbers. Good. It works. Yeah, it was. She just did a lot of very on brand stuff. Again, very. I think she had a musical in there. Okay. It was most. Uh, the number was pretty much just about her being a star, being the look is yeah, beautiful. I would say one of the most very polished, stunning ones. Yeah, it's very to me. So Ophelia at the start talked about traditionally modern. That's yeah. what she was looking for. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of the look, that's what I would see yeah. from Ruby. She has this gorgeous coiffed hair with rhinestones in, a gorgeous sequin red uh, bodysuit, a big chiffon coat. Does she make it herself? Do we know? I'm not 100 percent sure if she does. Good. Yeah, hair, that's up to you, girl. I I don't know. Every house shake has the performance side of Danny D, mm. whereas Ruby looks yeah. like Danny D. Okay. Like, if them two came together, it's... Dangerous. It's D-Danny. <laughs> like, it's, it's like... It's double Danny. It's double, double Danny. Double D's. It's double D's. Like, wow. Stunning. Um, I, I remember she had some some form of comedy in there as well. The, the judges gushed over her. Mm. They loved her. I think I heard the critiques and I remember them being positive. Very positive. Again, I think she got three thumbs up. Okay. I hope you're wrong. But yeah, just an overall great week one for Ruby. This is the thing. So we had far. 16 an hour, yeah, and that felt like a lot. So yeah. I can only imagine how all these girls and boys and things felt sat there yeah. for 42 hours. Fuck. Oh, God. It felt like I was watching. It was the like, longest week I've ever experienced. I felt like watching a fucking Godfather. Like, it's like four hours long. I was like, oh. On this the day, my daughter's this... wedding day. And on the third day, God... God okay, so Layla is now quoting Mean Girls uh, in reference to Godfather. I feel like she's crossing mediums a bit. I, I honestly, I'm getting as tired as I am as I was watching that fucking show. I know it was long but amazing. It, oh yeah, but yeah, Ruby. Next we had Maya Fair from Maya Scotland. Fair, um, from Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's recently moved. Uh, she has. Um, she did a number about, it seemed like a party girl number. Yeah, it was very, like... She was dressed very bimbo. Start to finish of what a typical night out yeah. is like. I, imagine, I remember she brought on some shots. And it was, this was the time that everyone was pretty much switching off. So it's hard going last, especially when there's fucking 40,000 of them. Again, but yeah, was I feel like if, even if the number was close towards this beginning... I don't think it would have been very effective. So I'm going to disagree. I think that the number was a good number. However, last year we saw a very, very similar number from Bonnie and Ben. You're going to, already you're going to have to compete against a lot if you're Mm -hmm. going against a Bonnie and Ben number. Yeah. Because they, I believe that Plastique said that Bonnie and Ben's version of it was done to perfection. Oh, I, so I would you've, absolutely your agree. back's already up against a wall. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Maya did a bad performance. I just think it was held in comparison to someone else's, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where the downfall yeah. was. One thing I I adore about Maya is off stage. She's like she's quite quiet, but she's very dry. Mm-hmm. Like she's just like has this like sort of I can't be asked that attitude, and it's so calm. So our last performance came from Keely Sin Love, another another Middlesbrough girl. I will um, admit I didn't get the name until yeah, you explained it to me. Keely's but that's just me being dumb. And don't worry, like I'm not one to talk about people not getting the name. <laughs> Meet you, Cleaver. 
Um, so Kaylee's in love. Again, I wasn't completely sure on the concept. So there was a frozen song in there. There was a few phone slash grinder noises. There was this is a, there was a lot. Oh, of so there was references. four trend alerts. People wearing red. Uh-huh. Phones slash grinder noises. Yeah. Musicals uh-huh. and breastplates slash nipple slips. Yes, correct. I didn't notice the breastplates as much, but I did notice the other trends. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see more of that? Who knows? I mean, now that... Maybe that's a fun little segment for us to do. Penny mentioned that Keely can sing live and okay. can do live vocals. So, so I'm excited to see where she goes with that. Was It was similar to Phoebe Lorraine's, actually. Mm. Only Keely lip-synced. And it was stand and sing songs with funny sound bites in there. Yeah. But I think... Keely's was more effective than Phoebe's because I think Keely's music had a bit more energy to it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I do think it was a lot of it was down to the spot that she was in oh. and with it being such a long night because even at that point, like my feet were hurting, I was yeah. dying for a drink. I just yeah. wanted to go to Pink Rooms yeah. and we were performing there yeah. and perform and have a good night. And I felt bad that I was sort of like checked out mentally. Who were the tops and bottoms then? They're all bottoms, dear. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, so um, unofficially, mm-hmm. we had Dildo as the winner. Yeah, I'd, I've heard from multiple people yeah. that Dildo had been... And then High, we had Cherry Bomb, mm-hmm. Costa, Vic the Prick, Ari... These are all people that got Dixon. two, but like all, all, the, all three thumbs up. Yeah. I'm definitely through. And then Ruby. Yeah. Um, safe, we had Saturn, Elastic, Aria, Celestia, and Keely. Mm. And then, sadly, eliminated, we had Mercury, Phoebe Lorraine, Dixie, Reese Witherspoon, Set Ablaze, Jane Doe, Crystal P. Enigma, Olyra, Sylvia Snickers, and Maya Fett. Yeah. So how it worked were everyone who got three thumbs up was automatically through to week two, Everyone who didn't have three thumbs up was called on stage. Mm-hmm. And one button, the people who were safe got obviously saved. And then everyone else, it was kind of abrupt, actually. It was, yeah. It, and it was a bit of a cluster. Yeah. I think because there were so many of them, plus they were implementing this new sort of, like, means of doing things. I don't know if they're going to keep doing that on... I, yeah, I don't know if the thumbs up are going to be, like, a regular thing. Because, obviously, there is only 12 of them left now. Is there 12 left? 12 or 13 left? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to imagine that two are going to be going each week now. It amazed me that they were able to, like, so clearly eliminate, like, a lot of people. Yeah. When, oh, yeah, they could barely make a decision to send, like, they, they two had, They had to do lip sync. It was really hard. To, to get and I don't think that's because, like, this year has suffered in terms of quality. It was very abrupt. It how was very abrupt. Them. Um, and very gaggy. Yeah, and it basically just all of a sudden, like, you're through, you're through, you're through. The rest of yours, I thought they through. were joking. And so did I. I, I really thought Ophelia was going to say, oh, we're just kidding. Yeah. And then got rid of, like, I don't know, five or something. The entire room just was just like, what? Like, oh. it, honestly, mm-hmm. the, the life in everyone returned because of that moment. Yeah. People were like... Because it was a gag. What the fuck? Like... I don't think they've ever gotten rid of that many people on week one before, no. ever. Was there any that you think went home that shouldn't have went home? Because there's certainly people I think shouldn't have went home. Yes, I think Mercury should have stayed in. Yes, it wasn't her best, but obviously we know she can do better. 
yes, again, it wasn't our best performance. However, that performance did not warrant no. being sent home. No. I and, thoroughly enjoyed it. And it, this seems to be the general general consensus amongst the people on the scene yeah. is that she didn't deserve to go home. Yeah. But it's the way... I think, I think Mercury is over it now, though, because I think she oh, yeah. I think she knows. She, Mercury's back to work, Diva. However, I feel like there's people... And it's not me being shady. I do think there was people who've gotten through whose performances weren't as good. Yeah, I agree. And the other person I was really surprised didn't get through was Dixie Sucks. Agreed. The performance was funny. It was it, funny, it was, it was clever. Conceptual. Well edited. Yeah, well, well lip-synced, well performed. We knew where it was going. We liked where we were taken. Yeah. And it was done well. So, next week. Aha, uh-huh, the theme. They're going There's always a kind theme. of back yes. and basic. one. theme next week is black and white. Black and white, very integral to Newcastle. Yeah, because Toons tune, play next week. Not like I give a fucking shit about football, but, you know. No. Toons play next week, so the theme's black and white. Does that mean um, that the bar's going to be rammed for football fans? I hope not. Luckily, I'm not working in Newcastle next weekend. Thank God. It's a very broad theme. It is. And um, we take it, like, anywhere mm-hmm. with it. Absolutely. I mean, most themes can, but... Disney, you kind of know what you're going to get, mm-hmm. but with black and white, we're going in a bit blind. Like, yeah. we don't really know what to expect. Are they going to take it literally and do a performance wearing black and white? Or, like, are they going to come up? Like a film noir moment. Yeah, film noir moment. I feel like we'll see a few Newcastle esque related yeah, performances, I, which I'm, I'm not going to take. There's a lot to take the piss out with Newcastle. Absolutely. Like, we're a running Joe, like, for God's sake. <laughs> we love Newcastle. Oh, yeah, but it's, <laughs> there's a lot to talk about with us. Um, I'm not there next week because I've got a gig in York. No, but so I shall be to... there. I will. Oh, God, you know what my memory's like, but I will, whether I have There's to... only 12 of them this There's only 12. 12 13, so whether 12. or not I have to video the performances on my phone mm-hmm. or just try and take more notes. It's going to be a shorter week. This has been a very long episode. I hope that we're all still with us. Very long, dear. Well, everyone, I hope you've enjoyed this episode um, as much as we have. It has been a long one. It has. Uh, so we hope that you're still with us. Yeah. But join us next time, out of the rain and, and under the, the brawly. Bye, everyone. Bye.